When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And today on the podcast, uh, we are tackling uh, the Adam Sandler classic, Billy Madison, everybody. Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alive. I truly had never seen this movie before. I know oh. that's like that's like sin as a comedian, but I uh, I had never seen it before. Okay. Interest, uh, I'm very interested to hear what, what you thought of it because like, I remember this movie being very, very funny when I first saw it. Yeah. <laughs> and there being some... Uh, me being very aware that there was some nostalgia in that when I watched it this time. There are definitely funny moments to this movie. There are, like, if you could, like, just take little snapshots out, I'm like, some of this is actually great, and the rest of it is such hot trash. It's like... <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, Absolutely. that's kind of the... Like, I'm, I'm happy I watched it, because I was like, there are parts of this that are, like, incredible and very funny, and the rest of this is, like... Oh my god, like how? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's got that it's really got that like 90s comedy stank all over. Like it's such yeah. a genre, you know what I mean? Like it's such a vibe of like somehow like there's like sexual assault's always fine and like the the oh, bad yeah. guy is bad but seemingly out of nowhere and just like none of the characters like stay consistent like they're per them as people change every scene and you're yes. like but they're how <laughs> like this yeah. is and and watching it again for me cuz I hadn't seen this movie in years I was I was mm-hmm. aware that this is very much this is unrestrained Adam Sandler yes. like this is this is this is what everyone thinks of when they're like I don't like Adam Sandler as an actor like like uh, on what on one extreme it's Billy Madison on the other mm-hmm. it's uncut gems you know what I mean like it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah God. completely unrestrained um so I guess, yeah who's the who would you say is the villain of this movie well, Eric's the villain, right? Like yeah. the guy that's trying. Okay, so basically, Bradley like if Whitford, we're, if you yeah. know him. From so if we're Get trying Out to dissect this movie, essentially what happens is is we have the most privileged fuck of all time. Okay, he has been. His dad has purchased his whole way through every grade. Okay, everything including he's grade one, yeah. including grade one. Um, he has been. Uh, his teachers have been bought off. Everything he's ever accomplished has been purchased, and um, he, for some reason, unseemingly out of nowhere, wants to take the company over. And the father really wants him to take the company over. We can all see that this is a marvelous plan. Okay, obviously this is a great plan for sure. Um, the senior person in the company is like, "Listen, we have over six thousand employees." No, no, this- no, 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 not six thousand, Rebecca. I thought sixty-one thousand. Sixty-one thousand. I wrote down six, dude. That's way worse. That's so much worse. Okay, so thank you for correcting me on that, yeah. Jesus H Christ. Okay, so sixty thousand employees. <laughs> Man alive. That really changes the tone. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's still a bad tone, but it really changes. It makes it so much worse. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy's like, I don't think this guy that could barely, couldn't even pass grade one, okay, should be in charge of this, like, multi-million dollar company and all of these people's lives, essentially. I should run it because I've been doing this for a while, I think maybe I should be in charge and not this guy. And then we kind of get into this agreement where this privileged guy is now going to go through every grade. Two weeks per grade, yeah. Two weeks per grade, and if he can do it and get a 
high school diploma. Okay. And I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to shit on a high school diploma. I'm not saying you have to get any more than that, but you need work experience, okay? <laughs> if you're getting a high school diploma, there has to be work experience on top of that. You know what I mean? You got to start, you got to build yourself up. You're not allowed to be the CEO right after high school. That's a, that's a firm rule for me. C- yeah, CEO of a Fortune 500 company with a high school education. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. And again, I'm not shitting on anybody here, but at this point in our... Uh, history, a high school education is just the bare minimum required to participate in society. Yeah, like you have to, you have to back it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like wherever you're working at, because I'm very, I'm, I'm firm on like I don't think you need to go to college or you need need to go to university. No. I think you can acquire the proper skills to have a great job outside of that. But you got to work your way up, man. You can't. <laughs> You're not allowed to start as the king, okay? You start low and work your way up, and then all of a sudden, now I do have the skills. I do have, you know, the life experience and the work experience to be able to handle this sort of thing, okay? Kind of like there's 60,000 people's jobs on the line. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, know how to – like, this guy doesn't know how to – string a sentence together. Okay, like this guy, you know what I mean? Billy Madison can't, he, he's a non-functioning person. Okay. Uh, an extremely non-functioning person. He, he at the, like right off the bat, so for, so he's so drunk and so sun, uh, sunstroked from just sitting out in the sun all day uh, drinking that he mm-hmm. sees penguins yeah. and he's chasing them around. He's running down... Uh, He's running down butlers and things like that with his golf cart mm-hmm. um, to get porno mags, which is such a f- fucking funny <laughs> idea that you had to wait for it to be delivered. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it, this is the part that got me. He, he goes to this important business dinner where his dad is deciding who's going to be in charge, and he's talking gibberish like a child. Yes, or somebody with severe brain damage. Mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. that's the other thing that got me about this is like he 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 might have something wrong with him. You know, like he might be brain damaged or you know what I mean? Nah, cuz he he came in and out too much, you know what I mean? Like he would True. he had he had moments of like clear basic dialogue where I'm like, all right, so the other thing is just for fun and that's fucked up. <laughs> like that's, yeah, that's even that's more r- fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Okay, that's kind of the vibe that I got because he did really, like, otherwise it's, uh, you know what I mean? If this guy does have um, some something, like, diagnosable, then, like, the whole tone of the movie is so much darker somehow. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, <laughs> There's so many people I want to dive into here. It's like this okay. movie was like wall to wall. But okay, if we're going to, we should, I guess, really dive into, uh, I would really like to start with the villain, okay? Because yes. clearly every step here is not correct, okay? Like there's a, there's some things, but it it seemingly comes out of nowhere. It's so funny how <laughs> in, like it's it comes out of nowhere and it's like, it's almost like they were filming it and they were like, this guy isn't bad enough. Let's get him to do something bad right now so that we see he's wrong. But it's like, no, he makes actually like quite a few really good points. And it seems like we're just watching a man like slowly have a breakdown that is understandable. <laughs> like the amount yeah, and I of agree. Like, his arc, like the his reactions to things don't flow. Like it doesn't, it's not, not even like a little bit. No, <laughs> it's just suddenly you reach the, the, the climax of the movie. And you're like, we need him to do something so irredeemable that, you know, he's the bad guy. Yeah. And I think they were trying to give this vibe of just like, okay, so he's finally snapping, but we haven't seen enough for that to have you know, proper context. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like if we were dropped in the middle of a scene and somebody was like, what, there's no more mashed potatoes and they flip the table and you're like, okay, wait. (laughs) (laughs) There needed to be preceding events to this. Yeah. Like I needed to see him crash his car and then I needed to see him. You know what I mean? Like I needed 
Yeah, I needed a few more of, steps. Because of Billy Madison. And if you haven't seen the movie, what happens is um, at the academic decathlon, um, he gets a question on business ethics, which yes. he is unable to answer, and then pulls a gun. Pulls a gun. Tries to shoot Billy Madison. Um, I did not see the gun coming, man. Like that no. was so I was like, this is a 90s comedy. This is why we like 90s comedies for the absolute lunacy of the plot line. <laughs> yeah. Um, so at no point was this earned. At no point did he uh, uh, flip over the edge. And, and the thing that got me was this, he's been presented as a very smart, capable man yes. up to this point. Yes. And um, e- even if the movie, even if he is not an ethical person, even mm-hmm. if he is like underhanded and doing shady business practices, there is nobody at the vice president level of a company who can't, answer a question about business ethics like being ethical (laughs) and knowing the right answer it's like it's like the those quizzes that you have to take at work to show that you're not going to sexually harass a co-worker Mm -hmm. you're like is it okay to grab ass or should i not grab ass (laughs) (laughs) and like even if you know like any idiot they telegraph the answers so well uh just Drives me crazy. The thing that got me about that scene was that Billy Madison brings this out. Like, this is his ace in the hole. And I'm like, you're going to get your job through nepotism. Like, what do you, like, how, you're so, you don't have business ethics. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, how dare you, like, smugly smile? You're getting your job through nepotism. Like, you're literally the, like, this is so unethical. What you're doing is supremely unethical and we're going to dissect a lot of that but, <laughs> but but to say like this this guy absolute is the villain right yes he should absolutely have the job over this man okay this guy has no experience no proper life experience everything's been handed to him including this contest okay <laughs> hand it to him there's no reason for this and even though at the end of the movie he does do the right thing and gives it to another person and is like i don't want this company this should have never been on the table at all point okay you should have never gone for it like it's you should have never been allowed to go through the school system again because it that's not correct i'm pretty sure it's illegal actually i Um, know there's definitely (laughs) i mean I understand it's a comedy and you skirt this issue, yes. but there's definitely no way that a grown man is allowed to go to school with young children. Like it's yeah, and just like chill you know, and hang out and that's yeah. fine. And all the teachers love it and they're into it and they're like, "This is, uh, isn't this funny?" And I'm like, "Isn't this the biggest nightmare I've ever seen?" Like a more realistic version of this is one: you start in high school. Uh, two, mm-hmm. you you pass your GED in two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you write a test and you get your GED. Um, but like, zoom out on this movie from like space <laughs> and like watch what it's about. And and where uh, Bradley Whitford's character ends up in the end, it's basically just a a guy who decides that he wants something, mm-hmm. ruins another man's life to get it. Yep, uh, causes him a mental breakdown and criminal prosecution for it. And then just flippantly decides that he doesn't want the thing that he ruined the man's life for. Like that's like a child would. Yeah. Like a child would. Yes. Okay. Like it's there. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to get into a couple of side characters and then maybe we can circle back to the villain again. Um, We need to talk about the love interest because what? What? (laughs) This? Okay, this woman is... Okay, so for the first, like, let's say 30 30 minutes of this movie, 40 minutes maybe, um, I'm like, yes, okay, this woman is correct. She is coming down. She's like, yeah, you shouldn't be here. This is messed up. I'm not gonna, like, I'm I'm not gonna, like, fluff this up for you. Like, you're either gonna properly pass or not. I disagree with you even being here. This is some privileged bullshit. 
And you're then, making my job harder because yeah. I have to teach grade three students and you're this rich ass douchebag yep. coming into my class who's taking mm-hmm. up resources time. Yep. I'm on yep. board with her a hundred percent to that point. Yes. You're and the then, voice of reason. And then through movie magic, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Through movie magic, all of a sudden we turn a corner and she is a 1,000% different person. It's like she's been body swapped. Like it is, it is so, I can't, I don't know who wrote, like I, I don't understand what's happened. But all of a sudden she sees that Billy Madison is kind of maybe an okay guy. That's it. Like that's this, this is the that's bar the, for this bar, lady. Yeah. This is the bar. She's like, oh man. You pretended to pee your pants and you didn't hit me? Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, like you're the best man in the world. Like this is, I I don't know what has happened to that woman in a past life, but it wasn't good. Okay, because like if that's, if that's the bar of okay, like, and then she goes from, okay, so I was your teacher to now we're making out out of nowhere, out of nowhere, she shows up to this party in a white dress and it's like, by the way, I'm sorry, have you noticed that I, I'm pretty sure um, Adam Sandler has a thing for white. Like he likes ladies in white. There's something about it for him. If you skirt across his movies, yeah. all of his like all of these moments where it's all of a sudden sexual or something like that. Think about Happy Gilmore. Okay, one of the biggest scenes in that is this woman in all white lingerie, and it's like consistently his fantasy. I oh, think this guy yes. has something, or like he's he's like this is like pure to me, or whatever. I don't know. You know what, though, <laughs> on the grand scheme of Hollywood uh, Hollywood uh, sexual preferences, oh, no I'm fine with it. No, I'm fine not trying to. Have, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm bra- I'm I'm busting this story wide open. <laughs> Boston this up but, right yeah. now. No, I'm just I saying mean, there's a I think there's yeah, a there's theme a there. there. Uh, there's a theme there. <laughs> hey, I like sundresses. That's the thing. Uh, you know, I get oh, it. Oh, Craig. We all have our things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but actually that's a good point. Yeah. yeah You're right, because it's I'm wondering if it follows through on other movies. I don't know, because I haven't seen a lot of the later Adam Sandler catalogs. Oh, well, neither have I, actually. Yeah, so maybe so. that doesn't check out. <laughs> but yeah, she is. I. She I, just turns a corner. <laughs> it's and it's and, and the moment I think where we're supposed to where the we're supposed to find it is one of the grossest parts in the movie where um, they're on the bus and a grade three kid is like, <gasps> I, I dare you to grab uh, Miss Vaughn's boob or whatever, mm-hmm. which like, you're a kid, problematic, but you're a kid, fine. Oh, and, yeah. But Billy Madison's response to this is, is so gross. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down why. Because he says, what's wrong with you? That's assault. Hey, Full marks there. Honestly, Do I was you... so surprised by that answer. Right. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God. Is this a moment of wokeness? Yeah. Uh, and then doubles <laughs> immediately after that says, do you double dare me? Yeah. Uh, like, so rarely in a movie where they do something problematic, do you see them admit that it is absolutely 100% wrong before they do it like that's that's that all of a sudden becomes irredeemable like otherwise we'd be here being like oh it was a different time it was a comedy people didn't know blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. but just the fact that like this is absolutely 100 percent wrong i'm gonna do it anyway you're like and then he does it like he fakes like because he like stumbles on the bus Mm -hmm. or something and she's charmed by it She's like, oh, 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 that's okay. Mm. Yeah, no, not not for me. Like, here's the thing, is that I understand that response, but I don't understand the follow-up, okay? Because we, uh, I understand, especially, like, you know, certain times, certain time periods, you're like, a lot of times something bad happens and you just go, ah, ha, ha, you just laugh it off because oh, yeah, you're like, yeah. I got, I just want to be beyond this, okay? I just don't want to deal with this. 
But then we see the relationship transform and you're like, oh no, like that was actually fine. <laughs> like that was actually fine for you. And it and had this, this gross implication of because of that, that she kind of wanted it. And you're like, ah. Yeah. And uh. then they, they do that whole like uh, strip tutor thing where like they're in his weird backyard tent study emporium. And she, she's like, oh, is this. Was that the right answer? Let me take my like I'm gonna take my suspenders off. <laughs> so weird. And it's like, honestly, through this whole movie, I was like, man, this just really proves if you have money, nothing matters. Like yeah. not your actions, nothing matters. Okay. Yeah, this guy's living in a mansion. This movie's not the same if he's living in a shack. Oh, God. If he's living in a shack? Oh, God. No. Oh, he's the worst. Um, okay, so I think that's honestly... That's the only thing I could... Sorry, that's the only thing I can think of for her motivation is that she actually is just a gold digger and wants... The, like, gen- like, genuinely. And I don't like to pay... You know what I mean? Like, that's normally my last excuse for somebody, but... But what else what, could she what possibly else? see in this man? There's no... Yeah. There... Mm. Or you're like a deeply disturbed woman. You have a very specific weird type that I cannot <laughs> understand. Um, plus, she seemed like way too into getting the company. You know what I mean? She she was very much like, not like you have to finish just to finish. Like, you have to finish to like, to cut, like to succeed. You know what I mean? Like, it seemed. Yes. Yeah. Mm, mm, like didn't, that's- didn't care for it. Which was crazy because I loved her for the first part of the movie. I was like, this is great. How yeah. has the heroes of this movie gotten worse? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know who's a really big villain in this movie? That dad. Jesus. <laughs> oh, terrible. Christmas terrible. Story Dad might be the worst person in this movie. I don't remember that part. What was Oh, no, I just call him Christmas Story Dad because he's from the Christmas Story. Oh, is he? I thought, I, like, I thought there was some story about no, Christmas. No, 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 that's just what I, like, literally all my notes are Christmas Story Dad. That's how I wrote them down. Anyway, this guy is, okay, firstly, who who buys off a first grade spelling bee? What kind of monster? How evil, how black is your heart? Like how, how, how dark is your heart? Your heart is cold, man. They can't, a first grade, first grade, man. And you, you just got to let that kid fail a bit. Like you have to let kids fail. That's important. Okay. It's very important to let kids fail. Okay. Or you end up with Billy Madison. Okay. But this dad's like, okay. So, you know, and, and tells him as such, like I bought off every Every teacher you've ever had, anything you've ever accomplished, like, I purchased it. I bought you anything you ever wanted at any moment. Yeah. And I I thought that was such a weird speech because I'm like, okay, so you're just saying you're a bad dad over and over and over again. And this was another time I was a bad dad. And here's another time I was a bad dad. And now it's your fault. And I was like, that's kind of, that's crazy. (laughs) Like, this is a crazy speech. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely nuts. And it also recontextualizes, uh, Billy Madison acting all high and mighty when Bradley Winford can't answer questions on business ethics. It's mm-hmm. like, if your dad is willing to blackmail first grade teachers to get their son to pass, what else is he doing for zoning permits for his hotels? What oh, else yeah. is he doing <laughs> for like cutting the cost of the, the, the French onion soup? You know, like what, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this Trump motherfucker? <laughs> like, oh, where yeah, are he's... we not paying people? Like, are these 60,000 legitimate employees or are these like <laughs> people that are getting half paid? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's a good, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point, man. He's probably, he's, he, he, this guy is not an ethical man. The amount of parties. They, okay, here's one thing I love because the villain of this movie, Eric, brings this up and he's like, who, this, these parties are unnecessary. Like, who would do this? This is ridiculous. And his co-worker's point is like, well, you're the only person having a bad time. And it's like, but I really agree with his sentiment of this is insanity. Okay, you have 
children <laughs> coming over to a grown man's house. He knows these children through class. Like, yeah. and, and you have these two weeks. Like you could be, you could be spending this money on such better things. And I don't want to be that part. You know what I mean? Cause like, I, I you could say that for anything you go out, you buy a PS4 and it's like, well, somebody in need could have had that money. Like there is a cap to this. Okay. You still need to enjoy yourself. Okay. You still need to have a nice life, but a party of that scale every two weeks. Yeah. Villains, right. I'd be pissed too. Absolutely. Yes. And also, also like this is a makeup, you know what I mean? This isn't, this isn't an accomplishment. This is, this is, uh, redoing something in an attempt to get it right. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. it's like having a party. Cause you got up today. Okay. That yeah. is, that's, that is an accomplishment for some people. Absolutely. And something you can be proud of most certainly, but to your own person. Okay. To your own self. Okay. You can just be like that. Good for me. That's good. And then you move on. You don't have a whole thing about it. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're pulling in too many other people. Also, why do the employees have to attend all of these things? Oh, have like you noticed president, that? Like, vice president. Like it's it's like, every yeah. single time they're over at that party. Every time. These guys have to have some social lives, too. You know what I mean? Like, we have to have a life outside of work. Now, of course, this, this villain is upset. He has to spend 24 hours a day at this job, apparently. Because when he's not at work, it's another party for a graduation that doesn't, or a quote-unquote graduation. I never in my life said, like, Well, I graduated first grade. No, I passed first grade. You graduate when you leave a school. Okay, that's how I feel. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong, but that's maybe that's maybe that's the British upbringing in me of like, well, let's let let's just not. You know what I mean? (laughs) Perhaps. Okay, but it's some. It's too much. You're a grown man. Goddamn. (laughs) I mean, I (laughs) I'm of the strong belief that you, uh, as a grown up. Uh, people who celebrate their birthdays too much annoy me. I'm just oh, like birth, yeah. <laughs> birth, like birthdays to me are just a way that you make a child feel special before they've accomplished something, right? It's Craig's it's like, birthday this week, by the way. It is <laughs> when we're recording this. Yeah, <laughs> we were but just like, talking about this. <laughs> I, and don't get me wrong; like I'm gonna get together with the people in my social bubble, and we're mm-hmm. gonna have. That's what I like about a birthday where you're like, oh, hey, let's get together. Let's do it. But, oh, and Rebecca, you, as, as, as a comedian, I know you've dealt with this. Is like you're hosting a show and you're like, anybody out there celebrating anything? And there's that, that fucking person. I'm going to say most of the time it's a woman. Uh, but, uh, who, no, you're right. Who, <laughs> who is doing a birthday week. Yeah. It's like Monday is drinks with this, and on Tuesday we're doing this, and it's Thursday, so we're at the comedy club. And I'm just like, just have some fucking respect for other people's schedules. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not that you're not that important that we have to dedicate an entire year to you. You're you're fucking 26 or whatever it is. You didn't learn how to drive. You can't vote suddenly. You can't drink legally now. Like it's over, man. It's over. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, yeah, if you're in university, like if you're still in that area, like do it up. You know what I mean? The week is partying anyway. You're just putting your birthday label on it. And or at least that's how I did university. I did not finish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And here, the other thing about uh, school parties is like people buy you drinks, Right. That was the other thing. It's like, oh, it's mm-hmm. Rebecca's birthday. I'm going to show up and buy Rebecca yeah. a drink. But the thing that gets out of I don't do that anymore because if all my friends bought me a drink, I can't keep track of how much I drank anymore. And I have to do that because my body is old. Uh, oh, yeah. I do not. <laughs> I simply do not have the tolerance. Like if all my friends bought me a drink, I they'd have to carry me home. Like, I wouldn't be coherent. I wouldn't feel good. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm at the point now where it's like I have two beers and I need to get up and stretch. And like, <laughs> Dude, like I get hungover after a beer now. Like, if I have a draft beer and I don't drink enough water before I go to bed, I wake up and I'm like, ooh, I have a mild headache and I kind of don't feel like doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Here, here is, here's the point I'm at with drinking, Rebecca, <laughs> is I have a cupboard full of gas X. 
uh, gas X pills <laughs> to stop like bloating and stuff. Because every time I go somewhere, I go, well, I won't need to pack that. And then I go there and I'm like, oh no, I need it so bad. So I buy new ones and put it back in my shaving kit. So I'm just like quickly oh immigrating God, so all these funny. unopened things. And they just accumulate in my closet or in my, uh, my cupboard in my bathroom. That's the point that- I'm at with parties. <laughs> I have that with deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you go I have away. That with deodorant. I leave. It's always for gigs, dude. Because yeah. I'll go and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to walk to the show. And then I walk and I'm like halfway there and I'm like, oh, girl, you're ripe. Like you're, you are ready to be picked off the vine. So perhaps we should slip into a little shopper's drug market, get ourselves a little travel size, you know, for the purse. And then I end up with like six travels. I just like I have. It's just around the house. Like I have so much. Yeah. I'm a sweaty lady. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I will continue to say it. I am a very sweaty lady. Oh yeah. Uh, We're all. Don't get old, anybody. Uh. No, getting old's great. You can stop giving a shit. (laughs) Trying to decide whether I've gotten starting to get gray hairs, and I'm trying to decide like what camp I'm going to get into, whether I'm just going to let it happen or try and dye my hair and be like, okay, I'm going to like, you know, maintain. Because my mother was very much like, I've earned every one of these and I will not hide them. And I kind of like, I respect that. I think that's a boss lady move. But at the same time, I'm like, I want to be hot though. I want to be young. (laughs) Forever. Forever. Uh, (laughs) I will say silver lining and no, no pun intended there of this lockdown is anybody who was like wanting to make that transition. Mm, Oh, they can. I absolutely can. So, uh, I grew up my eyebrows. This has been great. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how long I can get these fuckers. Uh, Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, I guess back to the movie. <laughs> yeah, back to the movie. In any case, having parties is not necessary. No, 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 no. That's that so right? insane. Um, one thing that really, really bothered me is um, you guys could really hire a tutor. Like, you could just really hire somebody privately to come to your home and have him pass these grades. Uh, because... I I can't imagine, like, I know that's the comedy, right, is that there's a grown man sitting amongst uh, children. Like, that's right. a part of the fun. That's supposed to be a part of the fun. But for me, really just a part of the horror of, oh, no, <laughs> this this is really seems wrong. And, and it seems like a public school, too, right? Yes! This yeah, is, like, okay. publicly funded. Uh, That is so very clearly a public school. That is not a private school. Okay, so that's another great point. You could have just paid for, like, actually paid for him and not, like, relied on the, I don't know, the tax system that you probably do not pay into, quite frankly, knowing, you know, (laughs) what's going on there. Uh, The thing, okay, yeah, could have hired a tutor, could have done a lot of things outside of the system And the fact that every adult seems fine with this is crazy. And the point that I really want to make is that, and I think this is where the villain steps off a bit, at one point where I was like, oh, you could have got this done so much easier, and that's what really bothered me, is at one point the villain, um, Eric, he's going to, he blackmails the principal. Okay, the principal's an ex-wrestler that killed the guy once (laughs) accidentally, and he doesn't want the kids to find out about it. So apparently admitting to accepting bribery is better than, than having that information come out, which I was very confused about because he had to publicly say it, right? He's yeah. like, you're done anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our villain blackmails this wrestler principal and is like, I'm going to come out with this information unless you fail Billy Madison or like unless you tell people that he bribed you. Okay, you tell people that he bribed you into passing him, and then he's gonna like that's my that's my big plan. I'm like, you know what would have been a better plan? Just going to any news station with the real fucking story. That would have blown up. <laughs> that would have blown the fuck up, dude. Are you kidding me? Go with the story that a rich ass person's son is going to pass every grade okay in a public school 
every two weeks, okay, in order to take over a gigantic company in some sort of bet deal situation, that's a hot news story. You don't need anybody else for that, and that company is all of a sudden scrambling. Okay, that is yeah. not good PR, all right? That is fundamentally not good PR. So I think I'm like, I don't, that's the thing where I kind of start to fall off. I was like, it would just be so much easier just to out the story. And then you're it not would wrong. Be. It would be. And and I guess it's not a uh, publicly traded company. Like it must be privately owned because like if there was any sort of uh, board of directors or, you know, somebody who has to approve the new CEO or head, like that would never mm-hmm. happen. You know, like like uh, you're absolutely right. Go to the press, get get that bad PR. But a better better move is just be like try and take the the thing public. Yeah, you know, get the board on on board, and and Billy Madison's never going to see the inside of a boardroom. You know, yeah, just make him spell couch on live television. Like just just get him to to you know do anything and people would be like absolutely not. Can you imagine that they had to for the second grade scene, they had to cheat. He had to cheat to get past a second grade spelling bee, and then he dunks on a second grade. He dunks <laughs> physically and metaphorically on a lot of children in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he really, like, he goes hard. And I get that that's part of the comedy. But, like, at a moment, you're like, this is supposed to be, like, our, like, this is the person we're rooting for. This is a leader? This is, this is head of a Fortune 500 company we're looking at here? And, like, him pretending to have peed his pants. So, like, there's this whole scene where this kid that he likes and kind of hangs out with has peed his pants and he's very upset about it. Okay, uh, obvi- that's a you know obviously that's a problem. Whatever. Billy Madison goes over, puts some water on his pants, and then tells the whole class, "You're only cool if you pee your pants." And I was like, I don't know if that was the route we should have taken. <laughs> you have now caused such a problem for every single one of these kids' parents because these kids are just going to start pissing their pants now. They're like, "It's cool. Like I want to be cool, so I'm going to piss my pants from now on." Because they immediately all buy into that. They're yeah, like, "Oh hell you- yeah." Which I also didn't get. Like, I do feel like by grade three, you're, like, aware that pissing your pants is not a cool thing. Like, kids are gullible, for yeah. sure. You can tell them whatever you want. But, like, they know that. You know, like, there there are those few things that kids know. And yeah, I like, think that's one of them. <laughs> you know what would have been better? Starting a water fight. Okay. Oh, water fight. Oh my God. Water fight. We're all wet. Oh no. Like that's so much better (laughs) immediately. And I'm like, I just don't know why that would be your route of like, we got to, I'm just going to pretend I piss my pants and tell everybody that it's cool. It was just blown away by how brilliant that water fight idea is. Oh, that was immediately my thought. No, immediately my thought. I was like, just like throw water on everybody. Like just get a bucket or something and just start tossing, tossing buckets. That's what I would do immediately. But you know, maybe you haven't pissed your pants enough, Craig. You don't have that kind of thought process of that. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta, you know what I mean? You gotta get out of a situation. (laughs) That was so mind-blowing. And that is really, like, one of the moments where this teacher is supposed to be like, oh, he's actually, like, a really great guy. And I'm like, everything has been contrary to that belief up until this point. (laughs) I love when the main character of a movie has to do just one nice thing. (laughs) And it's like, hey, look at the turnarounds. It's movie shorthand. (laughs) We're like, oh, I guess... That character, well, clearly they're going to like that character because we like them, right? And they're finally coming around. But the whole time I was watching this, I was like, do I like the main character yet? I think I'm still on the side of, I do not like this man. Yes. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, for, through the for entire her to come, For her to come around before I came around to him was like, well, no, I don't believe a goddamn second of this. Um yeah, there are uh, there are large parts of this movie that don't age well. No, uh, <laughs> I can't imagine they were well at the time, but I'm sure you know of they they must have been at some at some moment. Although I don't know if this got really well reviewed. 
Oh, it is not very well reviewed at all. I, I have think it to was imagine. popular. I think it was popular. Yeah. Um, I think this is probably one of the movies that uh, people pointed to to the downfall of society mm. in the early 90s, you know? Yeah, um, that's true. I, I <laughs> That was, one of the reasons why I never watched it was because it felt like it was quoted enough in front of me where I was like, I, it doesn't sound like I'm going to like that. You know what I mean? Like at the amount of times in my grade school that I heard to, 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 today, junior, it was like, it was, it was just constant. It was all the time. Yeah. Oh, and Doyle that's, rules. That's the other yeah, one. Yeah. Like it, it, you, to speak to that scene, <laughs> the t- this, our love interest brings him out in the hall afterwards and is like, you're making fun of a child trying to read. And I'm like, I'm really glad somebody said that because hot damn. <laughs> like, yeah, but that wasn't the takeaway from the movie. People frequently were just like, today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They weren't like, hey. What was the moral of that point? I don't know if anybody's really looking for a hard moral in a uh, in yeah. an in a '90s Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, you're looking in the wrong place. Um, I, going back to to her for a second, uh, Ms. Mm-hmm. Vaughn. Um, the the thing that got me uh, talking about wild swings in her character. <laughs> yeah. Oh my is god. Just All over the map. Billy Madison fails out, and he's kind of reverted back to being like his selfish, drunken mm-hmm. self at the poolside. And then she shows up and beats the shit out of him, like throws him in the pool and is like full on closed fist hitting him in the face uh, because of dropping out of school again. And then, oh, my God. The, the monologue she gives. So she's just physically assaulted a man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hardcore. Uh, which came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she goes, there's people, she goes, I believe in you. Uh, there's people who go through life with no willpower, no brains, no vision. They just drift through life like lumps of crap. Uh, but you have all those things. When has he shown you this? When has he shown you that he's kind, intelligent, creative, ambitious? Anything. <laughs> he's the only thing you've seen him do is pass grade school at this point. <laughs> yes. Yes. But she's like, she's both, she's simultaneously in the same uh, scene, one of the most unhinged, abusive, and terrible people you've ever seen. And then all of a sudden, sincere and sympathetic. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this this is what they talk about when they say that people can't write women well. Like, <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. This has to be in a textbook somewhere. It's like you literally, like two scenes ago, were yelling at him about, about insulting a child trying to read. And then all of a sudden you're like, you're kind, you're intelligent. It's like, no, um, I don't. I don't understand any of this. <laughs> Again, yeah, it's just such a hard turn. Um, one thing I would like to bring up for the villain here, and, and and a main point in which he is wrong, but oddly wrong. Like, where, why? Where did this come from? There's a scene where he's in his office, and he's reached his limit. He's very upset. And he throws a stapler. I think it was a stapler. Yeah, he throws and something. It, and it hits his secretary, or assist it or whatever. And, and she goes into a coma (laughs) and that's just like dropped into the movie. And it's very much like he didn't intentionally, like obviously try and hit her, but it's such a weird, how hard do you have to throw a stapler? (laughs) Pretty hard. I'm like, maybe this guy should be in the circuit. He should be in a different field of work. He should be a professional baseball player. <laughs> yeah, because he's throwing things so hard that people get concussed. Because he wasn't close to her. You know what I mean? No. Like, if they were close, I'd be like, okay, yes, absolutely, that checks out. But that was, like, from across the room. Like, you've lost some of your momentum by that point. Like, <laughs> I, and I felt like watching it that it was kind of, it was supposed to be a joke on the fact, like, I'm so angry, I'm going to throw something, mm-hmm. which is, like, fine. And then it's very funny to accidentally hit somebody on their side. But it, you're absolutely right. It's executed so strangely. 
It, right. co- it feels like it comes out of nowhere and then dropped it. What it feels like to me is they felt like the bad guy wasn't bad enough. They were like, yeah. how do we show he's really bad? Like w- that we're the good guys because the good guys are so bad <laughs> that we need to amp this guy up a bit because <laughs> he's kind of correct. <laughs> yeah, he's. Yeah. And and I think that that joke would have even worked better if there was like a one two three to it, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like first time he gets aggravated, he throws something at his desk, or he throws yeah. something at his computer and breaks it. Second mm-hmm. time is he throws it through a window, and third time he throws something and it hits a, his secretary. Like then that's like not out of the blue and not just as you said. It seems like we need him to do something extra villainous here. Or it also felt like you know in comedies where like. You know, especially '90s, it's like somebody falls out of a window or something really bad happens, but it's never addressed again, so it's fine. It's like they never. It's like a cartoon. It's like they never really died or nothing really bad happened to. It's just the yeah. implication. But no, they literally like bring it up later. They're like, "How's how's your sister? She's in a coma." Like yeah. they like they really like they drive it home. You know and what they I mean? Blame if- it on this conspiracy to like like the same conspiracy to like uh, blackmail uh, Billy Madison. Like, like, it's just like someone's out to get us. Uh, yeah, your secretary's unconscious now. And you're like, what? Uh, yeah. How is any of this connected? Um, the, the father's so bad. He, he has to be the worst person in this movie. Right. Col- coma gun aside. Okay. Let's say that coma gun aside. Because like this guy obviously pops up. You, you, you never bring a gun to a word fight okay like he literally (laughs) is like he he brings a gun to a decathlon like a like an academic academic decathlon at at what moment did you think you were gonna need that (laughs) like at what time while you were playing the violin did you pop that into your bag like (laughs) okay and speaking of the academic decathlon um I feel like this is so important. So when that starts, when the final round, the quiz show part of it starts, they say that Billy Madison is ahead one point. And I want to just rewind (laughs) into the montage that happens right before that. Yeah. Because the principal says, if I see anybody cheating, anybody that possibly, even a hint that you're doing something wrong Mm -hmm. or whatever, that's it, you're done. Yeah. There is a chemistry scene. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. Yeah, where presumably <laughs> it's like combine chemicals and see what the most impressive thing that you can do is. So mm-hmm. Bradley Woodford's character, uh, Gordon or Eric Gordon or whatever, pulls something out of a bubbling vat and it's very impressive. And then Billy Madison pulls a fully formed boot out of this bubbling vat of stuff. And everyone's like, oh, that's so much more impressive. And then the camera pans down to show that he has taken off his own boot and just pulled it out of the chemicals. Yeah. So he has cheated. Mm-hmm. Which he means has cheated, and in the other scenes have shown us that he's not as good as, as Eric. Like, he's not as good. Yes. At no point has he shown he's as good. And it, it, it is favoritism. It is we're going to ignore these little aspects or this blatant cheating. Yeah. Uh, so, so in that regard, so you're about to lose this very important company, all this hard work that you spent your entire career by one point, which you know that he cheated at, like I could kind of get going a little fucking bat shit, you know, like we don't know enough about Bradley Woodford's character, but like he's presumably worked for these promotions. Mm -hmm. He's put in hard work, you know, to see something that he cares about ruined because this privileged ass kid keeps getting breaks yeah. and allowed to cheat and mm-hmm. get ahead. Yeah. I, I understand going fu- a little fucking nuts. I don't think you should pull out a gun, but like, <laughs> no, but you get, you get the thought process of like, Oh my God, this cannot be, this cannot like this, be. Sh- th- this simply cannot be. I will say there's okay. The, the two scenes that I absolutely loved in this movie. Um, and, cyclical (laughs) the first one is 
him freaking out about the dog story. Okay. They go through this whole dog story. And he's like, no, that's bullshit. They didn't even look for him. Like he oh. spent an hour and gave up. So funny. Like I, I loved that. I was dying. Yeah. That's very funny. And then to bring it back at the end where he gives this huge speech and relates it to the revolution. And like, it's so fun. Cause the guy, the moderator, that little speech afterwards is fucking perfection it's perfection it, it can apply to so many things we're all dumber for having listened to it oh if you don't I'll look it up but i wrote it down word for word <laughs> because you're absolutely right it's perfectly written and it's perfectly it's, it's perfection it's because perfection. it is so low-key <laughs> and and restrained in a movie that doesn't have any of that but yes. just like what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having heard it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> it's, it's the best response oh. to anything. I was like, that made rewatching the movie worth it i fucking died dude i was crying yeah. i loved it so so much because uh, like, like i've heard it before obviously like we're sure. referenced to it's, it or it's whatever on the internet in every sort of meme it's yeah for sure but One like just savage. watching this scene and the execution i fucking died i love that so much so it funny. was honestly my favorite scene just that guy saying that the other part for me that really I was like, oh, this is very good mm -hmm. is the point at which Billy Madison realizes that he's treated people poorly in the past. Yeah. And he calls up Steve Buscemi. <gasps> yes. That's and he goes like, you know what? I'm I'm sorry. He's like, Yeah, okay. And Steve Buscemi just hangs up. He goes, Huh. And he turns around and just crosses Billy <laughs> Madison's name off his lip. And then just turns around and just casually starts putting on lipstick as he lays down. I was like, what a great little, just yeah. fantastic little performance. Little drop-in spot comes back at the end, shoots yeah. the villain. Yeah. Wow, am I glad I uh, apologized to that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's moments in it, but there like... There are moments. Uh, oh, Sloppy Joe's is... That was funny to me, too, because it was just so ridiculous. Like, that, was, that scene was literally just like, we think this is kind of funny, so let's just do it. And she just, you love him sloppy. And he's like, you're creeping us out, lady. <laughs> so I freaking, I love that. I love that weird, like, why is this here? That's perfect. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would say as far as plot line goes and like general moral, this is insanity. <laughs> this movie is yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no woman is written properly. It's, it's, it's all very odd. There's an older, like a, like a cougar type sort of woman that's supposed to be like, she's wiping herself down with like oh, mucus tissues. Funny. Yeah, she's <laughs> blowing her kid's nose, and then it's like, oh, I was like, <laughs> it has its moments. Like you, you see where Adam Sandler can actually shine when it's not just him doing stupid voices. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there it, is actually like some solid writing in this film, but it's just surrounded. It's so wrapped up poorly. <laughs> like yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, in conclusion for me, I'm not sure I could recommend this movie be watched by anybody who hasn't already seen it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. As somebody that hadn't seen it before... Like I don't know if I would watch it again, but I'm kind of right. like I'm I'm gl I am glad I watched it. Yeah, I wasn't like, like it's an hour and a half. Oh yeah, if it was real tight. if it was oh real tight. <laughs> tight, loved it. Tight, tight, tight. If if it was longer, I would say absolutely do not watch it. And some of it is like wow, this did not age properly. But if you, I would say if you come from our general generation of like. Like, if you watched, like, Dirty Work and Happy Gil, and you liked all that kind of stuff, like, it just kind of vibes in with the rest of that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's kind of like, if you want a good peg on where comedy was in 1992 yeah. or 3 or whatever this came out. Yeah. I mean, I think I honestly think it's still fine to enjoy those things and go back and watch them and just have that little part of your brain go, okay, but not that, though. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like when you're rewatching Friends, you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot how homophobic this show is. Like, yeah. I just got to turn off that 
I gotta, I gotta ignore that line if I'm gonna be able to enjoy any of this because goddamn, Fair we, enough. we should not say that. <laughs> uh, I think we're ready for our definitive rankings of how good the villain is, right? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. so I have the uh, unnecessary party scale. Um, and I will obviously be be ranking uh, Eric our villain. Um, so I've got uh, from the unnecessary party scale from uh, baby shower to dog's birthday, um, I give him a gender reveal party. Okay. You know what I mean? I get you're excited, uh, but this has gone the wrong way. <laughs> okay. This has gone the wrong way, and people can get hurt. Apparently a lot of people. So... Maybe yeah. shut it down. Yeah, that, I think we should be done with those for sure. Oh, I'm so yeah. glad you picked gender reveal. As a oh man, why? Why? Yeah. Why is you? Why are you impressed that you have? Yeah. I, anyway, it doesn't matter. It's it, it, it's very odd to me. I don't understand it fundamentally, uh, even before the fire. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so I also did Eric Gordon. Uh, I did the back to school scale. Um, so uh, on a scale of riding the bus. Uh, to uh, seeing all your friends mm-hmm. uh, after uh, for the fir- first time after summer, uh, I'm gonna give him a a solid uh, having a brand new from the package, freshly sharpened black Laurentian pencil crayon, uh, or as our uh, non Canadian listeners know them as them colored what, what are they called a pencil crayon and uh, colored pencils is what they're called outside of Canada. I didn't um, even know what. What are the words you just said? <laughs> oh, so so a, a black pencil crayon. Yeah. The Laurentian pencil crayon. Uh-huh. You, remember, you remember having those? It always got used up so quickly. Like I just didn't bla- know that Canadians and Americans call them different things. Yeah, we get made fun of all the time for calling them pencil crayons. Oh, man, do a tang all over again. All yeah, right. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to draw in my do a tang with my pencil crayons is the most insanely Canadian thing you could possibly hear and something we've all done. Uh, so I'm going to give him a black pencil crayon uh, because uh, other kids are going to be mad at you for not sharing, uh, but you know they're just going to screw it up. Because those things always went missing. By the end of the school year, no one had a back black pencil crayon. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's my scale. That's a good one. I feel one. like I, I had like to that. explain far too much. <laughs> <laughs> As all the best jokes go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll no, do I'm an hour-long gonna... podcast explaining how that reference makes sense. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so before we get to our heroes and villains of the week... A uh, couple of ways you guys can help out the podcast. Uh, so first of all, if you enjoy what you're doing, uh, hop on uh, iTunes or whatever service uh, you're using, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, whatever it is. And if you could subscribe and maybe just leave us a quick one-sentence review, that actually helps other people uh, discover the podcast. Um, it shows up in their feeds and all the rest. We actually had a couple of people reach out uh, to us recently saying that um, they just discovered us on Spotify because of uh, reviews and things like that. So so uh, if you can do that, that really helps. Um, and as well, if you want to get in touch with us, if you have... Uh, movie suggestions for us to do um, or uh, any uh, helpful comments or anything like that, information you want to know, you can reach out to us. We're on Twitter, uh, VWR Podcast on Twitter. Um, Villain was right at Facebook. And uh, you can also email us at villainwasright at gmail.com with any of your thoughts or suggestions. Yeah, and as always, if you're looking for extra content, more voting rights, we do an audience poll every month uh, where our audience picks what movie we're going to do, and we put ridiculous suggestions on there to force ourselves to do weird movies. So if you want to be a part of that, um, please uh, go on to patreon.com slash villainwasright, uh, and you can hit us up. Or if you, you know what, you just want to give us a couple bucks because you like the podcast and you're like, these Canadian kids need some dough. Get on it. We love you. And if you can't, don't worry about it. Thank you so much for listening. We we appreciate each and every one of our listeners. Uh, we love you guys. We love the messages. We love uh, people are sending me raccoon stuff all the time. I'm into it. Continue. <laughs> Continue. I love it. All the raccoon content in the world. Send it up. I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm sure you guys are as well. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. I've had a fun week, Craig. I uh, I don't mean to brag, okay, but <laughs> I got my first sugar baby request. I've never been requested to be a sugar baby before, and I'm very honored to say that I got my first Instagram sugar baby request. And I'm like, ma'am. 
really needed that boost this week. You know what I mean? Just really needed that boost. I don't know if it's a bot because you never know. You're like sometimes these are like bots or weird things, but you always wonder what that what like how they would get your information or what would be going on here. But I'm gonna read you my uh my message. Oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> um it's nothing too crazy, but just so you get a little taste of what it's like in a uh, in a in a woman's inbox. Um, <laughs> I'm Xavier by name. <laughs> dot dot dot. I work as a real estate investor and also a Bitcoin miner. Dot dot dot. My last baby broke up with me, so I'm looking for a sweet baby, and I promise to make you happy and take care of everything and take care of everything about you, which what? <laughs> and pay you weekly allowance. Let me know if you're interested. <laughs> and that's it. And that's the whole thing. And it's just like these people or whatever drop into your DMs, ask you to be their baby <laughs> for uh. a weekly allowance. Now, I'm not going to put down anybody that accepts these offers because, you know, you got to do you. If that's what you're into, get into it. Absolutely. I have no struggles with this. But I love that we have reached the point in society where this is just like the second, I, I swear to God, this guy followed me liked one of my old photos and then I got a I got a message being like oh uh somebody like just sent you a message do you accept and I was like I already know what this message is like I just knew you know immediately what the message is and honestly sometimes I don't mind depending <laughs> <laughs> depending but when it's like oh I can just literally ignore this eh. yeah <laughs> well eh. Whatever. Oh, you know what I mean? Disturbing. Not not the worst DM I've gotten. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, that is not a that is not an invite to No, send no, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not an invite for future um, DMs. If you you know what I mean, if you really have something to say, you could just I don't know, yell it into a pillow. Like I just um, <laughs> just go ahead and yell it into a pillow. Uh. God, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, being a woman on the internet is. So oh no! This this wasn't. I'm sorry. This wasn't supposed to be like. Mm, I, it's so hard. That's not what I'm trying to say. I just thought it was very entertaining. Yeah, very <laughs> it was. It was my first one, and there are. I'm sure there are, there are women out there that are like being like bombarded with these things, where I'm sure that's supremely annoying to them. Uh, but to me, I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of a laugh. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like somebody literally yesterday, a guy, I was walking to a gig and a guy yelled from his car. He's like, you have really nice hair. And I was like, awesome. Like, I'll take it. You know what I mean? That's a catcalling can get on board with. Okay. Like I'm not, I'm not condoning catcalling. That's not what I'm saying, but you know what? I'm going to let that one pass. Cause absolutely. My hair was banging yesterday. Look great. <laughs> I left the house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I got, um, in, inspired by, uh, all the school in this, I've got a story, uh, back in my, <laughs> in grade three for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't a very smart kid growing up. I struggled, uh, a lot. Um, I probably had some sort of learning disability. I was on some sort of medication, uh, that made it very hard to pay attention and, and, and focus and process information. Um, so I wasn't very good at school, but in, uh, grade three, uh, Miss Peach was my teacher. Um, we had a, a thing where you would be doing your work, right? She'd give you your work and you'd do it. And if you finished early, you could hand it in at her desk and mm-hmm. then you could go to one of the activity centers that was like scattered around the classroom, right? So there's like, you know, the blocks center, like you could go and build something with blocks. Um, there was like a sand table that you could go to and it was like filled with sand and shovels and stuff like that. So you could like build stuff in the sand. Um, but the ultimate for me was there was a water table. So it was a little tub that was filled with water and it had like all those like hydraulic pumps that you could like crank up and down and you could see the water it had like a water mm-hmm. wheel in there. And mm-hmm. the piece, the piece de resistance was it had a, uh, a Ninja Turtle action figure, the, but the Triceratops Ninja Turtle action figure. So it was a Triceratops, but it was a Ninja Turtle. And I loved that thing. I thought that was the coolest thing. I'd always wanted it. And if you got to go to this station, uh, you could play with that. And I was so enthusiastic about doing that. But as I said, I wasn't 
very smart. So <laughs> I was always the last kid to finish his work, which uh. meant that I got last choice of the stations, which meant I always ended up at the reading station, which is such a fucking terrible... This doesn't sound like a good system. I'm just... No. I'm sorry. This does not sound like a good, encouraging system. Sorry. No. Please continue. So, so uh, as punishment for uh, being a slow reader uh, and slow to process things, I got to read more, which was just like, you know what? The illiterate kid is really going to enjoy more reading. So I just like end up sitting on this carpet uh not doing anything, just like daydreaming because I couldn't read for myself, right? Oh, but I got to pick any book I wanted. Great. Uh, there, I can't read any of them. Uh, so this is the situation. And then uh, one day, I don't know how, uh, but I was just like, I became suddenly very aware that I was going to be done before everybody else. And I was like, oh, my God, this is it. This is the day. This is the day I get the water station. This is the day I get to play <laughs> with that Triceratops action figure. And I was like, I remember racing, like just if I can get in right now, I'm good. And I went and I handed my, my writing thing to my teacher and she looked at it. And so, sorry, I remember like being so frantic that like I got to the end of the sentence, right? And I was like, put my period there. And I was just like, like quickly scribbled the period at the end of the, the, the sentence and handed it in. And the teacher, she looks at me, she goes, uh, that's not a period. That's a bowling ball. Go back to your desk and fix it. And oh, I went back bitch, to my no. desk and I, no! I was like frantically trying to erase this like admittedly massive uh, pencil mark on, on my paper and like trying to erase it in time. And by the time I erased that big period and put a smaller one and got it back, I had lost out on the water station again. Dude. So that's my villain of the week. Uh, but joke's on her because I went to university and I studied fluid, fluid dynamics. So I get to, got to play with water all the time. Woo! No, that's not the positive of that story. But that's Jeez. My villain of the week. Yeah. Uh, I, that was... I. <laughs> I know that's such a mild story, but I'm like, I'm upset for you. Like I am. Right? I'm a little upset for you, to be honest. That That is not how you... Dude, if I'm a teacher and there's a kid that's always last and he gets finished first and it's a period, I, like, I'm going to let it slide. Yeah. For the love of God. And oh, maybe man. I did, and maybe at some point I did get to play in that water station. And, like, mm -hmm. there's... You know, but I don't remember that. I remember the awful occurrence. <laughs> like, that is such a... Plus, uh, nobody, you shouldn't be incentivized to work as fast as possible. That's very weird. Yes. Yeah, it's a Like, weird... are you learning quick enough? Like, do, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought this was the third grade. <laughs> and the answer for me is, uh, for most of my elementary school career, no. I was not <laughs> learning fast enough. Uh, oh, man, that is bad. Yeah. Guys, all right, well. <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, uh, next week uh, we're we're launching into our Halloween month. So yeah, we are kind of scary to be movie month. Kind of scary movie month, <laughs> uh, and we're going to be covering Alien uh, for the first week. So you, if you watch the Sorry, movies ahead, Aliens plural, the second one. <laughs> are you fucking with me right now, Craig? No. Oh, no. We're going to have a weird podcast. All right. So check out the next week where we both watch two different movies again. Um, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. We're having this revelation real time right now. Real time. Like, real time we're having this revelation. Um, this is going to be very funny. Please stay tuned for that. And as always... This is the villain was right reminding you that sometimes the real news story is just as horrifying. <laughs>